meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. Hey everyone, welcome to episode nine. Like, this is insane. We're going to be in double digits soon. Like, what is going on? How is this even happening? Like, what the what is happening? Like, every time I come in here, I'm like, is this really, is this really happening? And then after a podcast comes out, you guys are like emailing me, tagging me, sharing, and you're like, oh, and I'm just like, I got to keep going. You guys are the gas to my car. And I don't actually listen to my podcast back because it's so out of body for me. And it's like the Holy Spirit just speaks through me. And so I, it's really hard for me because I want to like pick it apart and listen to it. And I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. Or why did I say that? Or I, I listened to another one today and I'm like, oh my gosh, I already repeated a story. I repeat a story that I've already said in previous podcast episode. Now, here's the thing. The old perfectionist Kelly would be like, oh my gosh, Kim, the director, podcast producer extraordinaire. I'd be like, you got to just... But now I'm like, you know what? I shoot for B minus, a B minus life. I want to be a B minus wife, a B minus parent, maybe a B plus parent, B plus wife. I want to be B. I want to get a solid B on all the things. And when you go for the B, it's unbelievable because a lot of times people don't take action because they want the A plus because we train human brains to shoot for the A. And if you don't get A, then it's not good enough. And we're always like external, external, external. So my goal in life to teach my kids and also to teach myself is to search for the internal. And I was searching for the A plus for so long. And that's what put off doing this podcast for so long because it had to be perfect. And then I was introduced to Brooke's work and she talks about the B minus work, the B minus work, just getting it done. B minus all day long. So whenever you hear a typo or you hear an um or you see the things that you want to like, oh, she shouldn't have done that. Just know that she's just going for B minus all day long. And it makes life so much easier because guess what? I don't have on my shoulders <gasps> pressure and I don't do well under pressure. So speaking of comments, um, fab fan in H town says, I am loving, loving, loving this podcast. She wrote loving three times. Love is my favorite word in the dictionary. I tell my kids that all the time. Because literally everything is better with love. When I joined one of Kelly's parenting boot camp, I was looking for support and the boot camp launched me. I launched her. I launched launched me on a journey that has opened my eyes in many ways. When the boot camp finished, I knew I needed additional support to continue this journey. Kelly's podcast is helping me guide through this transition in parenting. It is helping to keep me on track. And I have at least one aha moment in each episode. Kelly, you are a blessing. Oh! <gasps> Oh my goodness. Like what in the world is going on? That is so nice of you. You are the blessing. Now you have to remember my brain wakes up every single day and tells me to not do this. So you guys are literally the gas to my car to keep going because it's not easy putting yourself out there. And it's so funny because now that I put myself out there, I have so many people coming to me that want to put themselves out there that are so scared. And I'm like, you 
gotta do it. Like, no. And they have like, they want to open an Etsy shop. They want to start a photography business. They want to lose weight. They want to start a book. They want to start a podcast. And they're like, you know what? I was really scared to do it. And now I haven't opened the door to it, but like the door is cracked. And I'm like, keep cracking, keep cracking, keep cracking. Cause that's when you're living in your flow. When you step out of your comfort zone, because guess what? Your comfort zone isn't really comfortable. So today I'm talking about something I learned from Dr. Laura. She has an amazing podcast where callers call in with problems, and she was talking about a concept about Saturn. And if you've been to my parenting boot camp, I am very passionate about talking about Saturn because your life won't feel so overwhelming anymore like it was for me until I learned about this concept of Saturn. So this is a lot easier for me to do on video because the visual that goes along with it is phenomenal. Like I have like an easel and stuff like I'm legit and like I have like a microphone that goes around my ears and like comes around to my mouth like I'm an operator. It's like next level, the pocket chart. I'm like teaching in my office at home. What is going on? There's nothing better working from home in my opinion. OMG. So when I'm doing this visual picture Saturn and in the center of Saturn is you and then you have rings around that Saturn. So I want you to think about almost like a bullseye or a target and not just one ring of Saturn. I want you to have multiple rings of Saturn. And when I'm doing this in the parenting bootcamp with the visual, I actually have the bootcampers draw the circle. And of course I make it a heart. Oh, I'm so mushy, gushy, ooey, gooey. I am like, there's nothing better than mushy, gushy, ooey, gooey, in my opinion. And when you're mushy, gushy, guess what you attract into your life? A lot of mushy, gushy people. It's so much fun to be mushy gushy. So in the middle goes I heart. And then I want you to put your name there because Mark Twain says there's nothing more powerful than the sound of your name. Sometimes I talk to myself in third person. I'm like, Kelly, you are really doing a good job because I beat myself up. I've done that for many years and that didn't work. That got me nowhere other than frustrated, under pressure and stressed out a lot. Now I'm like talking to myself in the third person. Like when I ran my marathon, I ran a marathon, people. A marathon. Oh, that's another people. People are like, I might want to run a marathon now because you stepped out of your comfort zone doing a podcast. It's unbelievable, the ripple effect. When you step out of your comfort zone, you literally show other people how to do the same. So in the center of your Saturn, I want you to put your name. So I'm running the marathon. In the first 12 miles, probably, I spoke to myself in in third person. Like I was with a running buddy and they were just encouraging me the whole way. I'm like, Kelly, look at you go. You are on fire. You are chasing your dreams. You are showing your kids what's possible. You're making David proud. You're making yourself proud. You must be so proud of yourself. I was taught, it was like out of body, but it was super empowering. When I finished that marathon, everyone thought I ran a 5k like who was there with the the signs and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, I feel amazing. Of course, my legs were shot, but my energy was so up because I talked to myself for so long that I, I was giving myself energy. A lot of times the drained, tired feeling that you have is from your own brain and your own thoughts. Isn't that crazy? I was like, what? I'm tiring myself? So you put yourself in the center of Saturn. Then your first ring is the four walls. It's whoever lives in your four walls. So for me, that'd be David, Lily, Grady, and Maggie or Pup Pup. And you have to include the Pup Pups because 
they have energy too. When Maggie was a puppy and like we were watching her and we were all like on edge. Is she going to pee? Is she going to bite? Is she going to chew? Is she going to eat something? We got We were like watching her. We were like all walking on eggshells watching her. That energy that we were giving off to her and she was giving off to us is very contagious. So I want you to think of the people living in your four walls as souls having human experience versus your husband or your wife or your kids or your dog. I want you to see them as something so much greater and bigger than the messy sink, the clothes on the floor, the dishes they left out. I want you to see them as so much more than that as these beautiful throbbing spirits. I want you to see their souls. So put them on your first ring. Then your next ring is usually, not always, the four walls in which you grew up in. If those are positive influences in your life and you want for your children's life, then put those on the next rung or the next ring. Then the next ring, it could be your friends. And on the second on the second ring can be friends that are like family. It could be your relatives, your aunts, your uncles, people that are really close to you and you want to influence your child's life. The next ring is going to be people that are your friends, maybe your coworkers, maybe then the next ring is your acquaintances. So you can kind of see how this goes from the inside out. And it all starts with us in the middle. And the relationship we have with ourselves is the most powerful relationship we're ever going to have because it radiates and ripples out to all of the people within our four walls. Then it goes to the next ring. Then it goes to the next ring. Then it goes to the next ring and so on. Conversely, the energy that you radiate out is going to be mirrored back to you. That's why I spent the first many, many podcasts talking about why you're triggered, yelling, the energy you're putting out, how you're talking to your kids, how you're talking to your spouse. That really, really matters because it's a mirror of how you're talking to yourself. Is that wild? When you're conscious of it, and that's what conscious living, conscious parenting, conscious discipline, conscious marriage is all about. Because you're very, very aware of the energy in which you're bringing to the table. You're not focused on the energy of the other people. You're only focused on what you're radiating out. And then if negative energy is coming back to you, you can see, am I radiating that out? Because you're only controlling your side of the street. Remember, we're not going to try to control the spouse. We're not trying to control the kids and the the father-in-law, the mother-in-law, the mom, the dad, the uncle, the brother. We're not trying to control all the people. We are in the center of Saturn. That doesn't mean you're selfish. That doesn't mean it's all about you. It means you're only controlling the center of Saturn. And then you radiate positivity. You radiate out the energy that you want to draw back into your life. So if you want more positivity, you want more love, you want more abundance, you want more gratitude, you want more thankfulness from the people around you, then you give that first. You model and embody what you want to come back to you. And you don't do it because you expect anything in return. You do it because it feels good to radiate that love out. So I have a lot of people that have friction with their kids or with their spouse. And that energy is what you're going to bring out into when you go to work, when you go to Walgreens. If there's friction and tension and stress a lot within the four walls, then you're going to go to Walgreens and bring that energy with you. So that's why I focus so much on the four walls, because when the four walls has that harmony and the lightness and the good ooey gooey energy, most of the time, not all the time, we're looking for B plus, B minus stuff. We're looking for a solid B harmony in the home. When that happens, then everything feels so much lighter. And then that's what you're radiating out. And connection is king with everybody. Connection is everything. So when you have connection with your spouse and you have connection with your kids and you have connection with yourself, 
then you're not looking externally so much for that connection. That's why people are so addicted to Facebook and Instagram and social media, because they're getting that shot of connection. But when you have that connection with yourself first, then anything you get from spouse and kids and whoever's living in your four walls is extra credit. Because I read a statistic the other day, 30% of people that you meet in your life aren't going to like you. 40% are going to like you and 30% are going to love you so much. They can't even believe that you are part of their life. Like that's insane. 30, 40, 30. So guess who should get your attention and be towards the center of your Saturn? That would be the 70%, the 70%, the 30% that liked you and the 40% that love you. And it's okay for not everybody to like you. That doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. Because when you look at the people in your life, you probably have the same statistics. 30%, you're probably like, "Mm, not going to have you over for lunch. 40%, I really like you. And 30%, you can't even imagine not having them in your life. So don't be judgmental of other people feeling a certain way because they have their own free will and can feel and think all they want to feel and think because that's their free will. And you get to do the same. That's the pretty cool part. So I see a lot of parents, particularly us moms, and I did this for years, putting their kids in the center of Saturn. And then they go on the first ring and they lose themselves in the kids. That, my friend, is going to be a lose-lose. Number one, the kids can't handle that emotional responsibility of filling up all our needs and love cups and making us feel worthy and whole. Not their job, not their responsibility. Sometimes they put the spouse in the center of Saturn. Sometimes they get so lost in the kids that they lose themselves in the kids or they leave, lose that sense of connection with their spouse through the kids. That again is a lose-lose situation. Because if you want your kids to grow up and have loving, connected, abundant relationships, then guess what they're going to watch first? How are you bonding and connecting and showing love with your spouse? How are you showing up? And then they're going to be like, oh, this is the normal thing. And then they're going to go seek that out unconsciously when they grow up. So you're actually choosing your future in-laws, your future daughter-in-law, son-in-law, whatever gender child you have, the opposite. You're choosing that future in-law now based on the environment in which you create for these 18 years. Because I say this all the time, and I don't say this to scare you. I say this to inspire you. We have 940 Saturdays from the time they're born to the time they go to college. We have 18 summers for the most part with them. So how do we want to show up for those 940 Saturdays? Because when they're gone, we don't want them, us, our personality, our identity, our worthiness, and our value to go with them to college or whatever they go off to do. And when they go off to college or they go off to live their own life, which they're supposed to do when they're grown and flown, we don't want to be married to someone that's a complete stranger or a roommate or someone who feels like a brother. So it really matters to pour love into the relationship with your spouse, pour love into the relationship with yourself and pour love into the relationship with your kids. And this is not done in a first, second, third manner. It's done in a way that you're the way you're talking to yourself, the way you're filling your own love cup, and then anything you get after that is extra credit. So I asked on Facebook the other day, I said, how much time a day 
do you get of downtime or alone time? I think I called it downtime. And they're like, please clarify downtime. And downtime to me was defined as time for you to think, time to you for you to spend time with yourself. And the comments blew me away. They were like, LOL, laughing emoji, gifts that were like falling over laughing. They're like zero, negative, no downtime. What, what is downtime? It was it was astronomical, the, the amount of no downtime, no time with yourself. And here's the thing. If David and I want to have a connected, fulfilled marriage, the number one thing everyone's going to advise us to do is spend time together. If I want to have a connected relationship with my kids, the number one thing people are going to tell me to do is spend time with the kids. Any relationship that you have in your life is thriving and doing awesome because you spend time together. You laugh together. You encourage each other. The way that you talk to yourself really matters because you have to be your own best friend. You have to keep promises to yourself like you would to your best friend. But so many people don't have the connection within their four walls, with their kids, with their spouse, with themselves. So they go outside of Saturn and they go like five rungs out and they want everybody to like them. They want to do all the things. They want to be the, and this is me. I want to be the room mom, team mom, whatever mom. I wanted to be all the things to all the people. I wanted everybody to like me and affirm me because then I was going to feel worthy and valuable. And I wanted that connection so much because I wasn't giving it like I should have to myself and to my four walls. And so I was going to the next rung, to the next rung, to the next rung. And I wanted, it was like juggling. I felt like a clown that was trying to juggle all the balls. And I had to have everybody like me and I had to have connection with all the people. And if something negative was said about me, five rungs out, it destroyed me. I was like, oh my gosh, I knew it. I'm not worthy. I'm not valuable. And here's the cool thing. When you're really super connected with yourself and within your four walls, the negativity or the comments or the people that don't really know you are so far out on the Saturn that they have to, it's almost like they have to try to get into this nucleus of love and abundance that's radiating out. And they don't really get your power and get your energy because they don't really know you at your core, just like you don't know them at their core. So you don't have to please all the people. And I said in a previous podcast that people pleasers, Shafali said, are very selfish. And you know what Brooke says about people pleasers? They're liars. And I was like, oh, and here I am a form of people pleaser. And I still struggle with it. I'm like, oh, will you like me, please? So I can feel good about me. I'm like, ego, stop. So people pleasers are selfish and liars. I was like, what are you talking about? And the reason why she said that, I already explained the selfish part is because we are trying to fulfill an unmet need through someone else. So the narcissist always gets the bad rap. I can't believe it's all about them. It's all about them. It's all about them. And who does the narcissist attract? It attracts the givers. And who does the givers attract? The narcissists or the takers. They're not labeled as narcissists, but the, the givers attract the takers to fulfill an unmet need. And the takers attract the givers to fulfill an unmet need. So sometimes the narcissists and takers get all this bad rap. And I'm like, uh, let's not throw them under the bus because we drew them into our lives. They're just as guilty as we are. We're all doing our very, very best job. And when you look at all the people in the life in your life as doing their very best, then you don't have all these expectations and all these agendas and all these scrolls of rules and all the things that they have to do. You just love them for who they are. 
Because isn't that what we all want, just to be loved for who we are at our core? And so if you're a people pleaser, the people that love you, that 70%, you know what's the greatest way to please them? Is to be happy, to be yourself, to be relaxed, to be comfortable in your own skin, to be comfortable with being quirky and being weird and just being vulnerable with them. That's what being a people pleaser is to the people that you want to please. That's what they want for you. And I feel like people are walking around with Glennon talks about, it's like we're all walking around with this hot potato of pain, any pain from our past, any pain of future pain that we might think might happen. And so we just pass it around. Pain is just transported to our kids. We're like, I don't want this pain. I have to get it out somehow. I can't have it in my body anymore, this pain. So I'm going to take it out of my kids. I'm going to take it out of my husband. I'm going to take it out on the messy house. I'm going to live in the messy house. The messy house just reflects what's going on in the inside. This is really good news to know because then you're not so overwhelmed trying to juggle all those balls. You just have to focus on your four walls and really you just have to focus on your side of the street and just make sure you're radiating out the love and abundance that you want to draw into your life. And so what I see a lot of times is I was working with a client and a lot of times people think that the second rung has to be DNA and DNA trumps the line no matter what. DNA does not get a free pass because once you become a mom, you get to create your own Saturn. You get to create the own circle of influence that goes on in your life. And even if someone seven rungs out, they get that level of proportion of care and energy that you're thinking about that, consuming over what they said. It doesn't really come into your thought process because they're so far out on Saturn. Doesn't mean anything is wrong with them. This is not a hierarchy. It just means there's a way to kind of ration out that emotional bandwidth that my friend Tracy talks about. You only have so much emotional bandwidth per day. So why not spend that within your four walls instead of trying to juggle all the balls and going five rungs out and trying to make that random mom that you barely know at the pool party like you? Because that's where the lying part comes in. Because Brooke talks about it's like being with the Republican and being at a Republican party and then saying you're a Democrat, that's lying just to please the Republicans or being in a Democratic party and saying you're Republican or saying you're Democrat, even though you're Republican, just to please the Democrats. Do you see how that comes across as lying? We put on these masks and these facades and we are essentially lying and then they're falling in love with someone that they're not really, it's not really who they are. It's like a bait and switch. So that's really confusing to people. They're like, who are you? But when you're yourself, people love you for you. So what I see sometimes, I was working with a client and she said, you know, I'm really having a hard time because my mom didn't go to all my swim meets when I was growing up and it really hurt me and she never came to any of them. She always had good excuses. And now that I'm a mom, you know, I think that she should have a good relationship with my daughter and she's a grandma and she should and she should and she should. And it's really making me upset that she's not going to my daughter's cheerleading competitions. And what the mom is actually doing is the unconscious brain is so disappointed that the relationship wasn't what they wanted when they were little. So they recreate it through their child, all unconsciously. This is not like beat yourself up. This is just awareness. They recreate it through their child. They use their child as a pawn and they say, well, mom wouldn't come to my games. So clearly she's going to go to my daughter's cheer competitions. And then when she doesn't, then not only re-injuring, the client was being re-injured, but also she was injuring her child. Her child was very confused by that. So it's not like you have to sit them down and have this long drawn out talk and you're being pushed out on Saturn. It's more how you 
are framing the people in your life, in your brain. Who's getting your time? Who's getting your energy? Who's getting your thoughts of how creative you can be to love that person in the way that they want to be loved because it feels good to love them? Versus are you spending your time seven rings out on the random person on Facebook that said the comment that like laid you out on the couch? Those people don't get your energy. They can't zap your energy because they're so far out on the Saturn. I read this quote. It said, loneliness is a sign you are in desperate need of yourself. And that was from iParent Plus. And I thought that was so powerful because a lot of the anxiety we're feeling is because we're feeling the frayed relationship with ourselves. And that frayed relationship is causing a stress, which are we are rippling into our marriages, we're rippling into our closest relationships. When we become an emotional adult, we get to choose our Saturn and who we want influencing our life. David's parents, my parents, my sisters, his brother, all of that really, they are all on second rung because they are awesome human beings that I want to influence my children's life. And so they didn't get the spot there just because they have DNA, they have a title. That doesn't really matter to me as much as who they are as a person and as their core, at their core. I have people on the second rung that don't even share the same DNA, but they feel like family because I want that radiating, that energy radiating in. So then when my kids look around, all they see is love, abundance, kindness, love, abundance, kindness, love, abundance, kindness. And then that's all they know is love, abundance, kindness. So I hope this helps to kind of put some perspective on your relationships and who is influencing your life. And Jim Rohn, oh, I love Jim Rohn. He says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That is everything, my friends. People ask me how I'm so happy and positive because my relationship with myself is happy and positive. My relationship with David, happy and positive. My relationship with my kids and Maggie, like the four walls, it's like happy, positive, good, abundant energy, love, 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 love. Not perfection, people. Be all day. B minus. So not only the average of the five people you spend the most time with, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time thinking about. So if you're thinking about all the negative people in your life, that really matters. But when you're focusing on the 70%, on the 30% that love you and would be hysterically crying at your at your funeral and the 40 that like you, that's where you want to spend your mental energy because your mental energy is just as important as your physical energy. Because a lot of people complain to me, they're so tired, they're so tired, they're so tired. We change, we start working on their mindset. We start thinking about their thinking. We start changing the way they're looking at their life. And all of a sudden, they're not as tired anymore. Getting the same amount of sleep, eating the same foods, drinking the same water, working the same job, and they have a lot more energy because the thoughts are giving them energy versus the draining thoughts draining them. So be very conscious of what you're thinking because it really matters and don't believe everything you think. So draw out your Saturn. This really matters because you are controlling who is influencing your children at all times. So draw out your Saturn, get a visual, and then it also, the visual isn't to share with anyone. The visual is to help you with your mind because who you spend your time with matters and who you think about matters. So I love you guys. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for all the tags and the positive affirmations because it really helps and it is the gas to my car to get me on the vulnerability wagon and just showing up no matter what because I know when I step out of my comfort zone, I'm going to help you do the same. I love you guys. Talk to you next week. 
Hey mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com and if you really wanna fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt resonating moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.